Okay, people, it's episode 145 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff, obviously. It's very late. It's 20 past 11 on Sunday night. Just come back from Catford, Jamaica versus the world. The small island of Jamaica taking on the whole world. I don't know who won. I'm not sure how the comp- if it was a competition. But, yes, I was representing Jamaica, obviously. Um, and, yes, yeah, so just... I've just got back from Catford. Sorry, I'm talking like I'm in pain because I am in pain. I'm just just now. Ah, I've just got a stabbing pain in my stomach. Like basically, I've just come back from Marrakesh, and has a bit of a stomach upset <laughs> on the last day, last few days and stuff. So I was. So yeah, obviously t- took some medication, took the emoji, been fine. But um, right now, oh, it feels like someone just kicked me right in the stomach. Don't worry, I don't think I'm gonna, I don't think I'm gonna soil myself on the podcast. But even if I did, I wouldn't tell you guys. No, I probably would. I'd be so shocked. <laughs> I'd be like, oh shit, and just press stop. You, this is when we record, when it be released. Even though I was like forty minutes into it. That's it, it's just a pod to be deleted, you wouldn't know. But yeah, like I said, just coming from Marrakesh from a mini moon. Um, as you probably guessed, I went with my wife on a mini moon to Marrakesh. And it was great, it was fun. Great weather. Apparently it didn't go over 30, but it felt like it was. It's 29 degrees, roughly. It's about every day it's 29. Clear skies, piercing sun. Didn't get burnt. Learnt my lesson from Costa Rica. Well, I burnt both machines. Um, and yeah, it was good. Really good trip. Let's let's go from the beginning. Um, so check-in was fine. Nothing crazy happened in check-in. I don't think. No. Our flight, even though it's Ryanair, can't fault them. The flight was fine. It was on time. Very nice. I used booking.com to get my taxi, to get my transfer. I suggest using them. Um, very good. Came exactly on time. They text you where to find your cab, where to find the driver, their name. And they're waiting with like little name board and stuff. So it's all good. Um, so I'd, I'd recommend booking.com uh, for your transfers as well. So that was all good. Got to the hotel at about... 12 p.m. No, about half 11. Weren't allowed to check until 3. Uh, so we headed straight to the pool. So the pool just got changed and just chilled up by the pool. And um, my actually, my sole aim when I got to Marrakesh was avoid the water. I'm not going to drink anything with their water. I'm not going to have their salads. As soon as we got to the hotel, they offered us tea. And I was like, I am parched. <laughs> Took their tea. Um, and a welcome. But I was fine. But yeah, we headed straight to the pool. Um, just got changed, just chilled there in the sun, just got that sun in. And then lunch, so didn't go in for lunch. Uh, then checked in at three o'clock, went for lunch about two. Checked in, came back at about half three, and someone taking our bloody sun loungers. Someone taking our sun loungers. Now, if you've never met my wife before, um, she's not accepting that. Um... And do you know what? I wasn't accepting it this time either. 
We went straight back to our son. Of course, you got your towels and you need to give your towels back to get your towel card. You need to give your towel card back at the end of your stay to get your deposit back. So with me, I can take an injustice, but I can't take a dent to my wallet. So that was my thing. I was like, no, hers was principles. It was all about principle. No, you can't take our sun lounges. You can't take our towels. I'm about, nah, it's, it's about money. <laughs> and um, yeah, we was like, there was this guy there with his wife. He's like, oh, excuse me, you, you've taken our sun lounges. And the American dude, he's like, well, uh, he goes, we, you guys were gone. Didn't know when you was going to come back. So he's like, okay, well, uh, we're back now. And those are our sun lounges. We were gone for like three hours. Well, no, we weren't. Hour and a half. I know exactly it was an hour and a half. So you've undermined your argument by lying. So it worked three hours. It's an hour and a half. Naomi's leading all of this chat. She's like, no, well, we weren't for three hours. And then he was just like, well, you can't, well, you can't reserve. And he's like, what are you talking about? We're not trying to reserve it. It's just our towels are there. We were sat there and we just went up for lunch. And then he's just like, well... She's like, well, just just give us our seats back. That's all. He's like, shall we get some management? Shall we get the management here now? And then he was, then I was like, oh, you're being quite aggressive. He said, let's just get the management here if we've got a problem. And then he stepped closer to Naomi. That's when I got to say the words, hey, dude, back up from my wife. And he's just like, uh, what, uh, oh. Such a cool line to shout. <laughs> Back up from my wife. And he was like, well, let's get to Madrid. He goes, hey, do what? Do what? Hey, you guys are beautiful. Do you know that? You guys are beautiful. And then I was like, look, I don't even care. No, I don't care if you're beautiful. I was like, look, there's no even need for management. The fact of the matter is this. It does break down. Like, I remember you were sat over there on your sun lounger with your headphones in. Okay. And we were sat here. Now, I don't know if you thought we was never coming back, but I feel like you've taken our sun lounges. The right thing to do is just give them back. And he said, do you know what? Whatever resolves the problem, whatever makes you guys happy. It's weird. He just had this complete personality shift when I said, back up from my wife. <laughs> um, yeah, and we got our sun lounges back. And his wife didn't back him at all because she knew he chanced it. They're trying to take four sun lounges. No. Give them back. And then, like, he, he went off. He sat back in his thing. And then um, this lady, who's at another sun lounge next to us, just leans over to us and you lot were there before then. And then she went, do you know what? She's kind of like, you know that thing where someone's like to say something off-key because they kind of look around, the eyes dart side to side. It's because he's bloody American. That's why. They think they could just do whatever they want. Yeah, but no, good for you lot. It was your son lounger. And I was like, oh, Dad. Granted, we're, we were always going to win the argument, but you didn't say anything when the argument was popping off. Two, keep your xenophobia to yourself. All right? <laughs> but no, it was, it was fine. But that was like, within hours in, I was like, please don't let this be like the tone for the rest of the holiday where we're just arguing and scrapping with people. 
But no, it was fine. It was relaxed. It was cool. Everything was fine on the trip. It was really fun. Um, we're really good at going on holiday together because we like spending time with each other, but we also don't mind spending time apart. She went to the gym and I just sat by the pool, listened to music. You know, I went to dinner when she wasn't hungry on my own. So, you know, things, we do things that all the time. Um, but I did go to the gym. I was there as well. Uh, then we headed to Marrakesh, the, sit, the centre of Marrakesh. And, ooh, was that a harrowing experience? Now, I knew they're all about the bartering and the haggle and the hustle and the bustle and the of Marrakesh. But, Jesus Christ, um, we got dropped off. Marrakesh, and the cab driver quickly accosted us. Hey, where are you guys trying to go? You going go to the souk? Ah, it's too far to go there walking. It's 20 minutes and it's not open yet. What do you want to do? You want to buy stuff in the souk? We're like, uh, yeah, uh, uh, maybe. Because don't go to the souk. Come to here, the spice market. It's cheaper. Souk's all tourist stuff, tourist prices. This is where you get the good stuff. If you want to buy cloves, uh, spices, come here. And do what? He was like, yeah, it's 50 dirham. Was it 50 dirham? 10 dirham, sorry. Yes, it was 10 dirham, the cab. And I was like, no! Now, let it be known, I didn't know the exchange rate. <laughs> but someone asked for money, so I went, no! I used to find out 10 dirham what is like under a quid we pays for this cab. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. But, um, yeah, got to Spice Market, bought some spices, got offered some tea. I drank some tea again. I, I wasn't very good at avoiding water. Um, yeah, and then Spice Market. And then, then we headed to the souk. Now, just walking towards the souk. It was just people. First, it was people selling excursions. Don't want it. No, thanks. Then sunglasses. Don't want them. Watches. Don't want them. Then um, T-shirts, like don't want them. We haven't even got into the suit. Yet. We haven't got to the main square in front of the suit. Now we get to the main square. And I'm telling you what, I think it's because when you're used to certain noises, you can take the hustle and bustle. Look, I've lived or worked in London for over 10 years, right? It's a world city. I know hustle and bustle. I know noise. But because I know those particular noises, it's not disorientating. I can hear someone screaming and shouting at each other. I'm like, oh, all right, this is two people having an argument. I can hear, like, you know, clanging of metal. Oh, someone's closed the shutters on the shot. I don't need to look. I can hear sirens. Oh, yeah, it's just police, whatever. Like, I know the noises. Whereas Marrakesh, I don't know the noises. I'll tell you what. I felt just so, like, kind of discombobulated. I didn't know what's going on. I didn't know where to focus. So you've got, like, the kind of... Like, instrument going on in the background. And just people screaming in Arabic. People screaming in French. People screaming in English. Um, cars, mopeds, all just flying around. And then as I'm trying to focus my eyes, there's a snake charmer across the road playing music for a snake. And he's there waving me over, going, Hey, gob, gob. It's like... Uh, no, I'm trying to focus on crossing the road. Naomi's taking a picture. No, she sent a video telling me why am I talking in her video. I was like, okay, fine. I think she just focused. The next thing I know, there's a guy next to me with a monkey on his shoulder. 
He's like, hey, is it bonjour? I was like, sorry. And he goes, English? Anglais? English? I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, hello. I said, oh, all right, mate. And then um, I was looking at, look at this big monkey. Now remember, this isn't a monkey in a zoo. No, this is a monkey in the wild. This is, the mon- this is a street monkey. And he's just like, I'm looking at the monkey. He goes, hey, don't be scared, don't be scared. He's like, hello anyway. And I was like, hi. And he put his hand out to shake my hand. I shook his hand. What does he do next? He dumps the monkey on my arm. Now, I just think, well, it's best I just react quickly. I just drop my arm. The monkey always drops to the floor. He's like, hey, don't be scared, don't be scared. I was like, no, bruv, don't do that. Don't just put a monkey on someone's arm. All right? I don't know if that's cool in Marrakesh, that's the done thing, but where I'm from, no. All right? People don't even let their dogs run up on you like that. You know what I mean? You let a dog run up on someone, they start jumping up, paws near the... They're like, I'm really sorry, they're running over, they're tackling their dog. That's a dog. Domestic dog. This is a street monkey. So I was like, what the fuck? So I just crossed the road like that. Nah. The snake charmer's there. I'm like, no. And I'm so... like, Naomi's like, concerned by by the monkey incident. Now she's now concerned by that. Unfortunately, there's a woman just walking up to her, face completely covered. And she's like, Francais, Francais, English, English. And he's like, no, I'm okay. Then before I know it, this woman's pulling out a needle. Face covered, pulling out a needle. No, he just screams. <laughs> In hindsight, we realised that we think the woman was going to do henna. But we knew she's going to do tattoo of some sort. We realised probably henna, but it's like a syringe, she said. It's like a syringe with a needle on the end. And I was like, Jesus Christ. So then we walk in, so now we're on high alert. So the next person was just saying, hello. We're just like, no! He's like, no, I'm an official guide to talk, take you through the souk. They're like, no, just no. Just go away, no. I have a fruit juice to calm myself down. No, he said, I don't want to enter the souks yet. I need to just relax. I need to calm myself down. I said, I agree. Then we're like, all right, cool. Then we calm ourselves down. Then it's cool. Then we enter the souk. And do what? Surprisingly, the souk's way calmer than the street. I think because the souk's tourists, they know that why waste time shouting someone down when you know there's going to be another tourist literally five seconds behind them. Uh, Got there, got a bag. Uh, Naomi haggled for a bag. It's fun. She haggles in places where you're not meant to haggle. So in Morocco, in her element, sees a bag. She's like, oh, that's nice. And then the guy goes, hey, it's a bag. She's like, how much for the bag? And he's like, 400. And she's like, hmm. Because well, how much would you like to pay? She goes, no, the, what I want to pay is so low, I think it's offensive. The guy's like, okay, how much? And she's like, I was thinking 100. And he's like, oh, 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 okay, 300. She's like, no, it's not, it's just 100. He's like, okay, 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 250. She's like, no, it's 100. He's like, oh, okay, um, 200. And she's like, no, and she starts walking away. And this because 150 is the highest I'd go. And he's like, um, 200? She's like, no, and then she walks off. The guy goes, okay, okay, come, 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 come. She gets it for 150. He starts at 400, sells it for 150. 
How much is this bag actually worth? <laughs> it's nuts. You know there's some people that wouldn't haggle. There's some people just rubbish at haggling. Bad at maths. Uh, we asked decided. We're trying to work out. Some people, are people bad at haggling because they're socially, they find it awkward socially to haggle? Or some people bad at haggling because they're rubbish at maths? Um, I don't know. I think it's mainly the awkwardness. She says it may be both. We used, then we watched The Apprentice when we got back. And uh, we saw one woman, right? They're trying to buy a second-hand item. The guy said, for me to replace this, it cost me £10 to replace this new. And, he, and they're trying to buy a used one from him. This woman, I can't remember her name, goes, okay, we offer you £12 for it. You see this guy confused, like, huh? He's like, uh, uh, 15. She's like, um... Hmm, this is a what? How have you got above 10? The new price. If that's the price he can get it new, that's the price you can get it new. Why are you paying more? It's just ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. But no, um, yeah, so we left the souk. Tried to leave the souk. Didn't know where he's going. Had a map flipping tourist map it's not a real map i can read maps but i can't read those tourist maps where they have streets missing and just only have like the things of interest no i need a real map uh, but we asked some locals they said yeah go here go there no go here go there do this do that before we know it we are in just not a hood but definitely like just not a tourist part of marrakesh it's people just going about their day just midweek behavior you know and uh, we're lost. We're lost. And now we come to the point we're just going to get a cab to get back to the meeting point so we can get the, the bus back to the hotel. And get to the main road. Get to one guy. He really helps us out. Goes, just get to the end of that main road. Then you can get a taxi and you can get back to where you need to be. We're like, thank you. If we get to this main road now, there's three guys on the corner trying to get us into their tuk-tuk. We're like, no, we don't want a tuk-tuk. We want a taxi. You can't help us. You can't get a taxi on this road. You've got to take this tuk-tuk. We're like, nah, it's all right, mate. We're going to go this way. He's like, no, you want taxi? He's like, no, 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 mate, it's it's fine. We'll get it. He said, no, no, we could get you a taxi if you want. And I was like, nah, it's fine. Anyway, look, there's a taxi there. I'm just going to get that one. This guy just runs out in the road, hails down the taxi. And in my head, I've worked, this isn't even hindsight. I clocked, I was like, I know what you've tried to do here. We get to this taxi and this guy's like, not the taxi driver, the guy who hailed down the taxi. So two euros? Like two euros for what, mate? I got you a taxi. You have to give us the money. And I was like, no, we don't. Because one, I got the taxi. And two, even if you did, no, I didn't have to give you money. And he said, come, you have to give us money. I was like, no. Now they're blocking us in. They're blocking the taxi so the taxi can't drive off. I said, like, what the fuck is this? So we don't have any money to give you, to pay you anyway. We need to get money for the taxi. So you go, oh, there's a cash point up there. So stop giving advice because we're not paying for it. So now the taxi, we're going to the taxi driver. Hey, just take us to a cash point and we'll pay you, yeah? And he said, like, okay, cool. So he drives off. What happens? The guy who's trying to get us, who got us the taxi in air quotes, is ahead of us in a moped. Pointing at the cash point. It's like, mate, we was already going here, you prick. 
So I get out, go to the cash point now. And this guy's like got the door open in his moped, trying to get money from Naomi. So this is getting me mad. It's getting Naomi mad. Naomi's telling him, look, this isn't acceptable, right? I'm a woman, I'm on my own, and you're not letting me close the door. This is intimidating and it's not right. He's like, oh, this is not okay in England. And she's like, no, not at all. I get back in the cab and he's like, all right, so give us money now, two euros. It's like, no. He's like, hey, driver, tell him. And driver's just like, I can't speak Arabic or French. But the vibe I'm getting is the driver's going, oh, come on, mate. Like, they're not going to pay you. Just come on. Like, he's, there's no assertiveness in his voice or aggression. He's like, come on, mate. And the guy's not closing the door. And then he's just like, mate, we're not paying you. Because it's, this is just, and no, it's just not acceptable in England. Because in England, England, in English, okay, okay, in English, fuck you. And we're like, wow. And he slams the door shut. And then Naomi starts to drive. You really didn't do much there, did you? <laughs> uh, but I, I worked out, of course, drive's not going to do much because I bet these guys do actually give him cabs. Get him uh, passengers for his cab, so he can't, he can't, uh, possibly he can't smack the hand that feeds you, so slap the hand that feeds you, so I guess that's what he's doing. But, um, yeah, man, that, that, then we, uh, then we got back to our meeting point and we said, like, oh my god, this is crazy. No, I need to go to the toilet, so let's try this hotel here, La, La Mamunia. And boy, what a shift in mood. We went from the hustle and bustle of a Marrakesh back street to a place that I could only liken to the Garden of Eden. We went from downtown Marrakesh to upmarket. This hotel, they had shops inside the hotel. The shops were um, Yves Saint Laurent. I think there was a Dior shop as well. (laughs) It was nuts. It was just like, really nice just the sound of running water trees everywhere oh it's just nice decadent had a cocktail in there i had a milkshake and we were just relaxing i was like wow what a change in mood and then yeah then um then just got got that uh, got the coach back to the hotel we just relaxed after that oh boy we never left that resort again <laughs> But yeah, man, but it's cool being a holiday. Holiday, you're just in that bubble. Just know what's going on in the world. And the only English channels they had was like news channels. And I tell you what, 24-hour news, CNN, depressing. So what's happening in northern Syria? Well, the Kurdish people have felt let down by the Americans, have been invaded. It's literally a genocide happening here. Okay, whoop, flip over. What's happening in Beirut? Yes, well, the Lebanese uh, government is uh, p- promised to step down. The protests have been going on for a number of days now. So, okay. And so, what's going on in Chile? Well, the protests in Santiago have been. It's like, wow. Okay. Now we go over to London. What's happening? Well, in Parliament, they're still debating about Brexit and whether there's going to be an election. Um, the government has suggested the 12th of December, but the opposition have said the 11th. So, oh my God, can we all just get along to North Korea? What's going on? <laughs> it's like, turn this off. I'm on holiday. 
Like, I think it was 24-hour news. There's no, like, there's no fluff. Where's, where's the, you know, the local news? You remember that? Local news is like, oh, there's going to be a hurricane hitting East Anglia. Okay, and then what, what else happening? Well, uh, we're in Ipswich now. <laughs> oh, a pet cat has been reunited with their family. This is, this is Patches. He's a three-year-old tabby, and he lives with the Johnson family in Felixstowe. Just like, oh, this is lovely. Oh, so, like, oh it's all warm. It's up. And now the local weather. It's, it's, there's no light relief on CNN. Because then they had like a nice bit where it's like this woman telling stories about a family. This I thought this would be a nice bit on Amonpour. No, it wasn't Amonpour. It's was, uh, another lady uh, hosting it. And this lady was talking about being an immigrant in America. And now her dad was like framed and locked up. I was like, Jesus Christ, there's no, there's, there's no silver lining in the news. I'm not one of those people that needs fluff to get through the day. But I mean, just the news is just non-stop, relentless. I can see why people just go, it's not for me. This season of the news, not for me. But. So, because of that, I don't really know what's going on in the world in a week. I've just been away in a bubble. Next week, I'll know what's going on in the world. And I just know there's protests all over the world. I think there's still bushfires going on. It worked great. Uh, right, let's get on to Dear Deirdre. All right, Dear Deirdre, my secret lover is 25 years older than me. But I'm starting to fall in love with her. Oh, I'm having brilliant sex with an older woman. And I'm starting to fall in love with her. But I'm scared to ask if she feels the same as we're supposed to be casual. I'm a single man of 30 and she's very attracted to Borsi of 55. We met at a party um, held at, for one of my friends. She knows his parents. Okay, yep, yeah, cool. This is the perfect MILF. She's not a direct friend of your family. It's a friend of a friend. It's got the nice secretness to it. It's all smutty, but it's all allowed. If it came out, no one's really that hurt. Good on you, you two. Well done. <laughs> uh, she got upset at the end of the night because her son didn't turn up to give her a lift time, so I offered to share a taxi. Uh-uh. She invited me in for a coffee. Her home is cosy, and I soon felt comfortable sitting on her sofa chatting like mates. We started kissing, and one thing led to another. We ended up having sex in her bed. We fell asleep afterwards and I didn't leave until after breakfast the next morning. She's an older lady. Her hospitality is going to be amazing. Uh, we swapped numbers and kept in touch. Um, ever, ever since, uh, we've been meeting up once or twice a week for casual sex. I now find myself thinking about her a lot and wanting to see her more often. She has not mentioned her feelings for me, though she said I'm the best lover she's ever had. Once or twice, she has asked me what a gorgeous young man like me is doing with an old woman. That really bolsters my confidence because I'm normally shy around women. I enjoy the cuddling and kissing after sex and I feel on top of the world when she falls asleep in my arms. Jesus Christ, you love her. Um, I'm also enjoying that we ha what we have and I'm definitely falling for her. But I'm not sure about this big age gap. She's only a few years younger than my mum and dad. While her kids aren't much younger than me. I don't want to upset anyone. I have no idea what to do. Do you know what? Here it is. Life's short. Uh, the feelings might actually be mutual. The smutty part of me was going, mate, it's fun, live your fantasy, and just lock it off. But if the feelings are mutual, 
life is short. Go for it, man. Just go for it. And if it works out, it works out. But let it be known, mate, uh, that that age gap doesn't get smaller. You won't become 55 and she stays 55. Just keep that in mind. Yeah? When you're 55, she's 80. Keep that in mind. When you're 55 and you've got the salt and pepper look going on, and some 30-year-old lady's looking at you going, I love an older man. And you're like, I've got to stay committed to my wife who is 80 years old. Think about that. That's all I'm saying. All right. Okay, weight woes. I don't know whether to get a gastric band fitted. I want to be slim, but I'm scared. Okay, um, should I have a gastric band fitted? I'm 57 and need to lose nine stone. Jesus, that, yeah, that's going to be hard. I want to be slim and healthy. I feel like crossroads. Half of me is jumping at the chance to have the op um, as I've waited three years, but the other half is scared and full of doubts. And my husband and daughter don't want me to do it. Um, it is a huge step. But if I turn down this chance, I might regret not having it done. It doesn't seem like you're really determined to follow any other route. Um, so I would say maybe do it. But you need to check the implications because you can eat your way through a gastric brand. You know that, right? You can make If your appetite doesn't change and you've actually got a mental problem of overeating, then that gastric brand's not going to help. That's going to cause you just a world of pain. So, um, no. So you need to get that sorted. Work out what's making you overeat. Okay. Um, let's see what else. Right, cool. Let's let's do this one more. Whoa, let's go. Oh, this one's fun. Ghosting guy. My boyfriend has blocked me on all social media because of a stupid comment. Okay, here's the one thing. He's not your boyfriend anymore if he's blocked you on all social media. Actually, wait. Is he not talking? To, he might still be talking to you in person. So let's see. Um, because of a stupid comment I made, my boyfriend blocked me on all social media. I'm desperate to get back from him. Okay, he's not your boyfriend. You need to start calling him your ex because you're going to become a psycho if you don't acknowledge that the relationship's ended. Especially if he's blocked you and everything. Let's continue. We've, we'd only been dating for a few weeks. Definitely not your boyfriend. You've only been dating for a few weeks, but we continue. We weren't official, but I really liked him. Jesus Christ, you're the nutcase. I can see it already. So many things I've said, he's not your boyfriend. He's blocked you on everything. You'd only see each other for a few weeks, and you weren't even official. So, Jesus Christ, I bet your comment was stupid. Let's hear it. He's 27, I'm 24, you're old enough to know better, let's continue. We met through a dating app, he said he'd just come out of a long-term relationship and he was wary of getting serious with anyone, but I told him that we could go at his pace. Yet you've called him your boyfriend after a few weeks. Oh, cool. We were about to meet for our fifth date when he called to say he had flu, but then he said he was going for his new tattoo the next day because it had been booked for ages. I said, are you sure that's wise? How is it that you're too poorly to see me, but you're okay to have needles in, in your arm? He slammed the phone down. I really want to apologise to him, but I can't message because he's blocked me. What can I do? Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Do you know what? I thought you were the arsehole. I thought you were the weirdos just rushing things, but do you know what? Just leave him. 
You don't want to call that guy your boyfriend anyway. I was taking that as a joke. Uh, I was saying it's a joke and just been like, yeah, whatever. But no, it's a uh, what a loser. It was a valid question. If you're too ill to hang out with me, yeah, true. Tattoo's not a casual thing to do. But anyway, who knows? Who knows? Right, what I've got to talk about in the upcoming week? Um, nothing. Nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about yet. Pipeline stuff. There's pipeline stuff, things on the horizon, but not quite there where I could talk about them on the pot. I know, what a tease. But uh, catch me at in Wembley on Tuesday. I'll be at the... What's it called? What's the place called? Um, Box Park. Bit Box Park. I'm worried about going to Box Park. Because that's where I did all my new material. And I'm still working on that material now. I feel like people have seen me already. But still, I have to message my brother to tell him I'm going to be there. As well as my cousin. Because they always get annoyed at me when I rock up. You know, five minutes down the road from their house. And then I'll tell them after. Yeah, I was in your area. So, I will drop them messages. Okay, cool. That is the end of the pod. Like I said, go check out Essex Boy. It's on YouTube. Uh, Share it. Like it. Let people know it's on. And, you know, be a part of the wave when it's just a ripple. Okay? Because then when it's a tsunami, you're on top of it. So I just made that up. Don't even know that even makes sense. That's applicable. But we're going with it. All right? That's the end of the pod. See you later. Peace.